Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Thursday, sunshine, but low 40s. Friday, low 50s. In fact, we'll keep the 50s around into the weekend. Saturday, partly to mostly sunny, mid-50s for highs. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. Sunny and 39 degrees in the nation's capital. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm Mark Lewis. Coming up, a hearing underway in Congress on the planned relocation of the FBI headquarters to Greenbelt. Harvard making a decision on its president following some controversial comments. How do neighbors feel about a possible move of the cats and wizards to the area? I'm Luke Lukert. Why hundreds of Metro workers could receive pink slips in 2024. I'm Mike Marilla. The Dow is up 105 points at 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Steve Kathan. Harvard's governing board says the institution's president, Claudine Gay, can stay, getting support after a firestorm of criticism over her testimony to Congress about anti-Semitism. Hundreds of Harvard educators came to her defense, too. One thing we all agreed on was that we didn't think that politicians should be forcing university presidents to resign or to say certain things or something like that. And also, billionaire alumni on Twitter shouldn't be doing that either. A swift reaction this morning from one of the politicians who pressed Gay and two other college presidents for clarity and then their resignations, New York Republican Elise Stefanik. This is a moral failure of Harvard's leadership and higher education leadership at the highest levels. Ukraine's President Zelensky took his pitch for more aid directly to lawmakers on Capitol Hill this morning. The Senate's top Democrat Chuck Schumer says the case is compelling. He made it clear, and we all made it clear, that if we lose, Putin wins. And this will be very, very dangerous for the United States. Republicans say they want border policy changes before signing on to more Ukraine aid. Israeli forces have carried out additional strikes across Gaza as the military presses ahead with an offensive that officials say could go on for weeks or months. CBS's Charlie Daggett is covering the war. The recent surge in fighting has seen the number of civilian deaths skyrocket. And anger soar. Anti-war protesters in the West Bank marched with a 40-foot banner with a growing list of fellow Palestinians killed in Gaza. The message is meant to reach the only nation capable of restraining Israel. We are against the position of the United States of America. The U.S. and Israel maintain that a ceasefire would allow Hamas to regroup. Attorneys for a pregnant woman in Kentucky who filed a lawsuit demanding the right to an abortion say she's learned her embryo no longer has cardiac activity. It's not clear what effect that development will have on the lawsuit. The U.N.'s climate summit wrapping up in Dubai. 17-year-old American Emma Beretta has been in attendance, and the final draft agreement leaves her cold. It is completely unacceptable. We demand a phase out of fossil fuels, and that is not in the text, and we will not rest until we see that. Talks about fossil fuels have sent discussions about into overtime now in Dubai. Inflation eased up a bit last month. The government says the consumer price index was up one-tenth of one percent in November. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 110 points. This is CBS News.
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. It's 11.03 on WTOP, Tuesday, December 12th. Sunshine 39 degrees as we push near 50. Good morning, I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Underway, a hearing in Congress over the decision to move the FBI headquarters to Maryland. Members of the General Services Administration and the FBI are speaking to members of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. It is coming amid heavy criticism for the selection of Greenbelt as the site of the Bureau's new headquarters. Among those testifying today, the former GSA official who made the decision to pick Greenbelt, she's since been accused of having a conflict of interest. Virginia leaders have asked the federal government to put the FBI relocation on pause. A plan that could see both the Wizards and the Capitals move out of D.C. to Alexandria has won approval from a Virginia advisory committee. While much more needs to be done before anything is decided, people who live in the neighborhood where the arena could be built are reacting today. I don't know, I just, I'm concerned, a little concerned. Dominic, who lives here in Potomac Yard, wonders where they would even fit a massive arena and additional music venues and hotels. I think my biggest concern would be the traffic that it might cause in the area. Some say it could bring more money to the area and seem to be okay with the plan. If you keep that maintenance going up in the areas clean, clean development. Monumental Sports, which owns both teams, still needs approval from the Virginia General Assembly and the city of Alexandria. I definitely would go to a Caps game. I'm not a big basketball fan, but yeah, hockey, definitely. At the Potomac Yard Metro Station, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Metro's general manager is out with his proposed budget that he'll present to Metro's board today. It's calling for some dramatic cuts to a system that millions depend on. In addition to service cuts for both rail and buses, He's also proposing that hundreds of pink slips go to Metro workers in the coming year. Without a combined $663 million in additional funding from the Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. governments that fund Metro, the transit agency's leader, Randy Clark, says his proposed budget for the next fiscal year would need to be adopted and would mean 2,300 employees would be let go. This comes as the agency is faced with a $750 million deficit, he says, from pandemic decreases in ridership and inflation, among other factors. Clark says the layoffs would happen in July, but notices would go out early next year. If they do happen, he says, you can expect reduced Metro Transit police presence at stations and longer response times. You might also encounter dirtier trains and stations. There would also be a hiring freeze at the agency and no raises given out. His hope, though, is that the jurisdictions find the extra money in their budgets to avoid cuts that he says would decimate the system. At Metro headquarters in D.C., Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Read more about the proposed budget at WTOP.com. And in our next report, we'll look at the big cuts to rail service that have been proposed. The family of a local man who was shot and killed inside a police cruiser wants the Justice Department to investigate his death. It's coming after Prince George's County Police Officer Michael Owen, who was charged with murder in the case, was found not guilty last week. The family of William Green also wants the Maryland Attorney General to, to investigate how Prince George's County prosecutors handled the case. Green was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence of PCP. He was shot while handcuffed and sitting in the front seat of Owen's cruiser in 2020. During the trial, Owen testified that he feared for his life after Green became belligerent and tried to steal his gun. 
School leaders in Prince George's County are apologizing to parents and caregivers for the late notice about yesterday's two-hour weather delay. A letter to the school community apologizes for any inconvenience or disruption this may have caused to the morning routines. The delay wasn't approved until 5.50, and notices didn't go out until 6 a.m. The school system is promising to do a better job in the future with keeping the school community informed of weather-related delays and closings. Nats Park is once again transforming into a winter wonderland for Enchant Christmas. This event is full of original light sculptures that are larger than life. The tree in the center of the maze is 100 feet tall. You're walking around other sculptures that are 20, 25, 30 feet tall, and you're just transported in this space. And Nationals Park is just a beautiful canvas for us to sort of dream and build around. Vice President of Marketing and Digital Michelle Leva welcomed plenty of new visitors as well as returning guests like Eric of Virginia, who wore a Christmas tree hat near a light-up dance floor. This is our second time. First time with these little guys. I like definitely this dance floor. My child played on this for at least an hour, and it was wonderful. And six-year-old Roman of Maryland watched magical snowflakes fall. What was your favorite thing down in Chant Christmas? Watch video on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Up ahead on WTOP in Money News. More chicken fingers for Raising Cane's fans. I'm Jeff Clayball. It's 11.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Maryland Beltway, outer loop after Route 4, Pennsylvania Avenue, still with a single left lane getting by the crash and the extinguished vehicle fire on the inner loop. Watch for the slowdowns as you head toward Pennsylvania Avenue with that work blocking the right lane. If you're traveling on the Beltway through Montgomery County, delays leaving Old Georgetown Road headed down toward the American Legion Bridge. If you're traveling at this point on Riggs Road in Hyattsville, that's where the uh, crash investigation is now cleared near Chillum Road in Rosedale Place, so watch out for that. Your travel lanes have been reopened. Route 50 going across the Bay Bridge in pretty decent shape with no real issues being reported to us right now. If you're on Martin Luther King Jr. Highway eastbound near Greenleaf Road, the left lane is blocked for the work zone. Traveling in Virginia on the inner loop and outer loop between the toll road and the Georgetown Pike, that work continues to block the right lane. No problems on 66. Earlier problem was westbound near the Prince William Parkway with a broken down vehicle cleared out of the right travel lane. Southbound I-95 has head toward Dale City. The right lane is blocked for the work zone. Traveling northbound on I-395 across the 14th Street Bridge, the right lane is blocked for the work. In the district, new problem is in northeast on Bladensburg Road near Montana Avenue. We have a report of a vehicle fire northbound and southbound DC 295 between Eastern Avenue and Burroughs Avenue. We understand the left lane is blocked for the work. Zelle helps you easily send money to people you know and trust, like friends and family, even if they bank somewhere else. Learn more at Zelle.com. I'm Rob Stolworth, WTOP Traffic. Now the 7 News First Alert forecast with Brian Vandegram. After a frigid start to the morning, temperatures will warm into the upper 40s this afternoon. Light winds and lots of sunshine, maybe even near 50 in some spots to the south. Overnight cold again, 20s and 30s. Another frigid start to your Wednesday through the afternoon. Wednesday, a few added clouds, but temperatures once again fairly comfortable and seasonable as well. Highs near 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. Sunny skies in Washington, 40 degrees, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
It's 1110 on WTOP Money News at 10 and 40 with Jeff Claybaugh. Consumer prices rose a tenth of a percent last month, but annual inflation continued to ease, falling to 3.1% in November. Annual consumer price inflation has moved lower in all but three months this year. The biggest pressure on inflation remains housing costs, up 6.5% from a year ago. Ford's electric vehicle goals may be overly ambitious. Ford is cutting production of the EV F-150 pickup in half next year, citing demand trends. Ford is also canceling or postponing $12 billion in upcoming EV investments. Raising Cane's, the popular fast food restaurant whose menu is almost entirely chicken fingers, opens its first D.C. location January 9th at Union Station. Raising Cane's has nine locations in northern Virginia and the Maryland suburbs, almost half of which have opened this year. The Dow is now up 100 points. The S&P 500 is up 5, the Nasdaq's up 30. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Discover. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing check-in account with cash back. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. In the minutes ahead on WTOP, some helpful year-end ideas for taxpayers. I'm Dick Iuliano. It's 11-12. This holiday season, all your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app's so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I know I like building same-game parlays, and this week I'm looking at the 49ers laying 9.5 on an alternate spread against Arizona combined with the under on an alternate total of 54 and a half. Visit FanDuel.com slash Big Chi. That's FanDuel.com slash Big Chi. B-I-G-C-H-E-E. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at Sportsbook.FanDuel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. America's National Security is under assault. The National Terrorism Advisory System warns the United States remains in a heightened threat environment. We need every tool to keep our country safe. Congress must restore CFATS, the Chemical Facility Anti-Terrorism Standards Program. CFATS addresses many kinds of threats and is the only program that allows companies to vet personnel against the FBI terrorist screening database. Companies should not be forced to go it alone to combat terrorism. Congress must reinstate CFATS now. Paid for by the American Chemistry Council. Since 1942, the bowling community has supported our U.S. military through the Bowlers to Veterans link with the mission to brighten the lives of America's veterans and active duty men and women through recreation therapy programs and services. It's just another reason to go bowling. The National Capital Region's college football game is the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com, featuring the Virginia Tech Hokies and the Tulane Green Wave on Wednesday, December 27th at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Get tickets at MilitaryBowl.org. The Wizards are looking at the big picture a quarter of the way through the season, while the Commanders come back from their bye week still in contention. Sports in 10 Minutes on WTOP. Are you interested in beginning or expanding on a career in the pipe fitting, pipe welding, or HVAC service industry? Are you interested in the opportunity to work full-time and learn both on the job and in the classroom? 
Are you interested in learning a trade that will allow you to earn six figures and have the best benefits in the industry? Are you interested in a career path that will set you up for life without experiencing any college debt? If you are interested in these things and you live in the D.C. area, the Steamfitters UA Local 602 Apprenticeship Program is the best choice for you. Our apprenticeship program sets you up for a great life with job security, great wages, medical, and the absolute best retirement benefits there is. Applications will be accepted online beginning November 1st and ending November 30th. So don't waste any time. Get all the information related to the process by visiting 602training.org. That's 602training.org. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. At 1115, good morning. I'm Mark Lewis. There is still time to take action if you need to lower your tax bill. That comes due next April. There may not be a lot you can do to boost your income in the remaining weeks of the year, but Barry Glassman, president of Glassman Wealth Services in Tyson's Corner in Bethesda, says there are things you can do to reduce your taxable income for 2023. You have until year's end to make charitable contributions. Remember, these are donations that you may make in the form of cash. Uh, stocks or securities, or even clothing to a thrift store. If you can, Glassman says now's the time to maximize 401k and thrift savings plan savings by raising your contributions in your final paychecks of the year. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It is Disney versus the DeSantis administration in a Florida courtroom today. The feud started when Disney Corporation publicly protested what critics call the don't say gay law that was pushed by Governor DeSantis. We're certainly not going to bend a knee uh, to woke executives in California. It led to the state outlawing Disney's special self-governing district and taking it over. Disney has sued DeSantis and others saying they violated the company's rights to free speech by retaliating for public criticism. Disney also wants the bill that changed the district declared unlawful and unenforceable. DeSantis's attorneys want the case dismissed, saying the state can't be sued without its consent. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. The plan to allow construction of the biggest data center development in Prince William County is scheduled for a vote later today by the Prince William Board of Supervisors. A, a public hearing is underway and will likely go for hours uh, ahead of the vote, the controversial digital gateway project would allow as many as 37 data centers to be built on about 2,100 acres next to Manassas National Battlefield Park in the Gainesville area. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on. A hearing underway in Congress over the decision to move the FBI headquarters to Greenbelt, Maryland. Hundreds of Metro workers could lose their jobs if Metro doesn't find a way to fill a huge budget gap. Harvard's president will stay on the job despite criticism over comments she made to Congress about anti-Semitism on campus. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's get the latest from Rob Stallworth. Outer Loop in Forestville after Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue now with two left lanes getting by the extinguished vehicle fire. But within the delay on the outer loop near Branch Avenue, we have the report of a crash. Inner loop slows on your approach to 214 Central Avenue, headed down toward Route 4 and Pennsylvania Avenue, rubbernecking delays, and also the work zone on the inner loop near Route 4, blocking the right lane. 
traveling at this point on I-95. You're in good shape as well as the BW Parkway between the two beltways on 355 Wisconsin Avenue, southbound near 410 East-West Highway. The single lane gets you through the work zone. Traveling on the beltway in Virginia, outer loop and inner loop between the Georgetown Pike and Dulles Toll Road. The, the work continues to block the right lane. The traveling at this point on I-395 northbound going across the 14th Street Bridge. The right side is blocked for the work zone. In Falls Church, 29 Washington Street, southbound near Columbia Street. You're in the police direction for that crash. Otherwise, if you're on I-95 southbound in Virginia, headed past Dale City, exit 156. The right lane is blocked for the work zone today. Further south on I-95, you're in great shape, headed toward Fredericksburg. In Fredericksburg, Route 1, between Fall Hill Avenue and 17 Business, Princess Ann Street. That crash is wrapped up and gone. All your travel lanes have been reopened. If you're traveling in McLean, Old Dominion Drive, South Bend, or Linway Terrace, that's where we had the report of a crash earlier. We believe that may actually now be clear. Southbound 395, as you head toward Sherlington, the right lane is blocked for the bridge work. Pearl's black ripe olives have nothing added but sea salt and water. No artificial colors or preservatives. For quality you can trust, look for the sunny yellow can at your local grocery store. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Let's check the 7 News first alert forecast. Mark Pena is joining us live as we enjoy a lot of sunshine today. Yeah, enjoying a lot of sunshine for sure. And we're going to have a string of some really pleasant days uh, this week with generally clear skies, uh, seasonable temperatures. And uh, it's not until this weekend when we have some changes. So let's get through today. Mostly sunny skies. Temperatures will top out in the mid to upper 40s, which is just a couple degrees shy of our average high of 50 degrees. Heading into tonight, another cold one with temperatures dropping below freezing across most of the areas. Some areas might see a slight uptick in the temperatures from this morning where we woke up to mid to upper 20s. Tomorrow morning, we could wake up to upper 20s to low 30s. But no matter what, it's going to be a cold start to the day tomorrow. Uh, Another sunny afternoon for your Wednesday. Highs back into the mid to upper 40s. And then we get a weak front that's going to come on through. It's going to come through dry, but it will bring a reinforcing shot of some cooler air for Thursday. Temperatures drop about 5 to 7 degrees for Thursday afternoon with highs in the upper 30s to low 40s with another overnight freeze heading into Friday. We're staying sunny all the way through Friday. Temperatures gradually warm into the low 50s. We're seeing uh, mid to upper 50s by Saturday. And right now we're tracking our next storm system, which looks to arrive about five, six days from now. Models suggesting rain increasing around Sunday nights throughout the day on Monday. But timing and confidence is a little low at this time as there's quite a bit of uh, some disagreement in some of our models. So for now, just enjoy the sunshine that we'll have for the next four to five days. Just make sure you bundle up because it's going to be a bit of a chilly one. Outside right now, it is still chilly in most areas. Still seeing some 30s out there. I got 39 in Oakmont. It is 41 in downtown D.C. And 43 at this hour in Fairfax. The forecast is brought to you by Len the Plumber. Heating and air. Trusted same-day service. Seven days a week. Coming up. A local university may soon go ahead with its auction of a dress worn in Wizard of Oz. I'm Neil Augenstein. It's 1122. You got a service dog? Actually, he's a deals dog. Since I'm looking for a new car, I trained him to sniff out awesome rates, member discounts, and fast decisions. Cool, huh? But you know a Navy Federal Credit Union has all those things, right? You're right. He's got the scent. Oh, wait. Nope. That's just the bacon in my pocket. Apply for a Navy Federal Credit Union auto loan online, at a branch, or on our mobile app. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Message and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. 
Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on healthcare in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the healthcare system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. You're listening to WTOP News. 11-23. It's been a contentious court battle over a dress worn in a beloved movie classic. Catholic University planned to auction it off, and now a federal judge has thrown out a lawsuit over who owns a dress worn by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. In May 2022, the day before Catholic University's auction of a blue and white Dorothy dress, a federal judge ordered it stopped. Catholic said in 1973 the dress had been given to Father Gilbert Hartke, who was head of the drama department, but the dress was misplaced. Last year, it was found in an old shoebox and was set to be auctioned off. That was stopped when a niece of Hartke said the dress belonged to her family. Now the judge has thrown out her lawsuit saying Barbara Hartke failed to establish that she has right to claim ownership, but he's given her 10 days to say why the auction shouldn't go on. The lawyer for Barbara Hartke tells WTLP his client will challenge the ruling and that she hasn't yet been approved as an estate representative because of a backlog in D.C. probate court. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 11:25. Dave Preston, what's going on? Well, the Wizards try to look at the big picture in the aftermath of last night's loss in Philadelphia, where they coughed up 43 points in the first quarter. Coach Wes Unsell Jr. You know, the plans and the conversations that we've had internally that um, it'll turn, you know, and, and we're going to have to go through it a little bit, and and we are. But um, you have faith in the plan and the vision, and I think setting that foundation will will help us you know, down the road at some point. Wiz may have lost five straight, but that's not the longest losing streak in the NBA. San Antonio's dropped 17 in a row. Detroit's lost 20 straight. New Orleans coming off a victory. Drops by the district tomorrow night. NHL Capitals are off until Thursday when they face Philadelphia. This morning, the team re-signs a minor league goaltender Clay Stevenson to a three-year contract. The 24-year-old, 9-4 and four with a 1.70 goals against average and four shutouts for Hershey in the AHL. So perhaps the future is wow with Clay Stevenson between the pipes. NFL, after 14 weeks, only Carolina and New England are eliminated. Uh, Commanders look uh, to come back from their bye week. Only two games out of the wild card spot. They need to leapfrog seven teams to get there, though. Burgundy and Gold visit the Los